0: Hey, what's up, what's up, roller Agenda listeners? You know me, it's your guy, Keith London. I'm trying to bring you guys another episode right now. This one right here is going to be a little uh, interesting. Um, So, yesterday, I was listening to uh, my buddy Aaron Lopez's um, when he went live about different families. You know what, for the most part, He's pretty much right. It is kind of hard trying to fly three different families. Um, it can get very difficult. Especially if they bred differently. Well, some fly fast. Some fly high. Some fly low. Yeah, that that does make it hard. But, you know. If, if you have the time. It can be done. It, it can be done. But it will be hard to do. Um, especially if you have a job where you got to work a lot. And stuff like that. Like he does. You know, I, I can... And I know because I experienced it myself. But, these are pigeons. And pigeons n- will naturally fly to ge- together eventually. But, we're not trying to worry about the eventual. We're trying to get stuff to happen right away. And, you're trying to get the birds to roll together, fly together, so forth. Okay. Okay. Now, let me tell you something though. We had three families of birds right and they all had different traits or whatever what you do is you have to figure out how to integrate certain traits to make one pigeon which is how the Birmingham roller was made in the first place it was made from a saw a roller kept making roller like that that's not how it, how it happened so but if you think about it think about it like this okay he mentioned Rick Me. There's a new Rick Me, and the an old Rick Me. Before the new Rick Me's came, Rick Me was a super good flyer. I don't know what he did different, or what he brung in or took out to make the new Rick Me's, and those are good. So, with that being said, is either he brung, either, most likely brung some a bird or two in? I know once, once once upon a time he experienced he, um, he experimented with some Higginsburgs back in the day. I don't know how far that went, but he did do it. And the, and the, and the question arises, why did he do it? We would never know for sure unless we ask Rick. But one can speculate and say, hmm, was it the depth? Or was it the commitment on the brakes? or was the birds breaking power or all of the above right so what I've noticed as I watch history and pedigrees and people breeding 90% of the guys that get birds from somebody when they take them to a different level they do something different they bring in a they cross them with something else to get something else from the birds 90% of the guys do that now there's that 10% that keep them pure like on um, only one just by listening to people talk about him is um mark ritter mark ritter's part of the 10 that keep him pure and just got the best out of the birds without bringing in any birds and we know he got the best out of the birds he got three consecutive championships shit who does that he did it so so we know it can be that can be done too but 90% of the guys don't do that. They were all the famous birds that came up that came about. Most of those birds was when somebody took a, a bird from here and a bird from there and put them together and bam. Ooh. A champion. And then a the family is made down from that champion. You know what I'm saying? Another strain is made from that champion. Then somebody else might get a bird off that champion. And made it something else. Now he got some more champions that's just based. You know what I'm saying? But they're not the same. But there's related, so you, you got to pay attention to that kind of stuff. Everything's not just cut and dry. Get all these dudes' birds put them together, and you're gonna be good. All these dudes' birds get the, you're gonna be good. Everybody always end up putting a different twist on the birds, sort of fit them, their lifestyle, or fit their region where they fly. at The bird you got birds got to adapt, and most times time, they won't adapt on their own. You gotta do that. you gotta bring in what you need integrate in what you need to make them adapt to how you gotta deal with them so I've never had Donald lit pigeons um, I, I only have one cross it's my blood crossing with one I only have that's the only one I have I, I got access to a few you know but you know I know people who have them um, I once or twice I, I, I kind of asked about trying one or two. I would have bought it, but then they they, they changed the um they change the subject so I just move on. So but anyway with that being said you can you can mix birds. Now this the air he said he he don't. He didn't say he can he said he don't it's because he kinda of knew but he, he fairly new to the to the breeding and stuff like that. The cultivation part, I don't know, but flying three different families together in the same kit, it is hard. It takes a lot of time to do that. I mean, a lot, I mean, it can be done, but it takes a lot of time to be able to do that. So, I'm gonna put you on a little game real quick. If you want to do, if you want to have three different families, you want to breed them right, you want to try to integrate what you got to do. Like build, like building anything, you gotta build. It gotta be a foundation. What's gonna be the foundation? You got three families that that's really good in different areas. It could be this. It could you got A, B, and C. It could be A and C together make these birds. That can be your foundation, and then you bring in the B birds for whatever trait you got them for. Sometimes it's just that easy, or A and B. Make the foundation birds and see to bring another trait. Lay a foundation and build on it. Because there's going to be a foundation when you do it. There's going to be some birds, you got to have, Like you got to have these. I got to have these in there. You know what I'm saying? So I did mine. My foundation was the smoke birds. And and that was my foundation. I I had to have those to keep certain traits. And I still got some. Anyway. So what can be done. Is you got to take your time. And figure out, figure out what you actually. Want. From your birds. And everything you do after that. Is getting get you to that goal. That goal. Make short goals. You know, uh, By the end of this year. Uh, I need to have at least four birds. Those flown. That do this. Or two years, whatever it may be, set your goals. Write your goal down. See what birds, when you do your pairs, which birds taking you towards your goal, or which birds just helping you maintain. Now the birds help you maintain are good too, because you won't be going backwards. Those birds help you maintain what you're doing, that's good too. Cause you're not going backwards. So you're still going. You're still steady. You might be staying in one place, but you ain't going down. Or you have an idea of what makes those birds go up to the next level, and it's possible. Say you want your birds deep, and you get the depth, but you lack frequency. Or you get the depth, you get the um, depth and frequency, but you lack sensibility. You know What I'm saying. So, just pay, just pay attention to your birds. They teach you everything. Your birds. Pay attention. Pay attention. Um was I reading this or was I looking at this That's, they said the problem with most guys they don't really pay attention to the birds who was that so I kept saying that I mm, can't remember I know I read it or I saw it on a video recently they said most problem guys oh it was I saw on the video it was Randy Gibson said guys don't really pay attention to the birds they don't pay attention or they pay attention to just what they want to see not what not what's actually happening so so you can take three families and be successful I mean it's hard but it's going to be one base you have to have one base or you have to have, have a strict breeding and flying program the, the more time you have to fly and the more um, disciplined you are with flying and selecting you can get there I'm not saying it's going to be quick. I'm not saying it's going to take long. It all depends on you. You can do it. It can be done. You know, most of my my podcasts come from a conversation or a video I've seen. Um, When people do a podcast, go live, when people go live or something like that, and make it seem like it's all about absolutes, like this is the only way you can do it that's when I step in and I do a podcast not to discourage you now what my buddy Aaron said was we do make it harder sometimes I mean it's not easy to do it but it's not as hard as we make it you guys understand what I'm saying raising, raising getting a good friend first is not really easy when you're trying to get the, the exact you look let me stop right there I can get the exact same pairs from somebody that, um, that was a champion flyer the exact same pairs I can take them home breed them and they might not work the same for me that's just how it is um it might not my sister might not fit them birds or those birds might not fit my system. that's just how it is um, I could take a champion kit and give it to somebody else and they fly it and they can't get to do what I got to do. And you guys to understand that too. That's important too. So just because you get birds from people don't mean you automatically go be good. As good as Money Nemo was, I, I ain't heard nobody breaking records like he was doing. Sorry. Haven't haven't heard it. As good as Honey Biker is, I don't see a whole lot of people knocking down doors with his birds either. He knew how to handle them. Exactly. He knew exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. I'm just saying. I can't speak on our our, our recent champions like Mark Ritter and those guys. I can't speak on them guys. I I don't know nothing about what I know what they've done, but I don't know who has their birds now. You know what I'm saying? And there are other guys that got the that them same birds, probably better birds than they have, or birds that made their birds. They can't do half a court a portion a fraction of what they what they do you know what i'm saying so this game can be a little tricky it can be a little tricky it's not so cut and dry as people make it seem it's not um if you take who else we could talk about that was really good Rick me Rick me really good People gonna get his burgers knocked down a Knock down, knock the clouds and roll the clouds up the sky. Either I'm just saying, it's just like that. Um, So, just getting the birds is just one part. What you do with them is the most important part. If you get the birds and you don't fly them worth crap, they're gonna be crap. I'm saying so. Be careful you listen when you listen to people listen to people so take take your time find what birds you want find what you expect from them and and figure out how to get that out of them that's the most important part and and always let me tell you something always judge the birds or value the birds based on the birds not the name. See these people out here talking about names. All you can do is tell your name. Let the birds speak for themselves. And you're gonna to go to the names and get the birds and try to get birds because they got that name. But the birds value still gotta come from themselves. Let the birds show you show you the value. Not put the value in the birds because of who they come from. They'll show you how good they are and what they're worth. And most of the birds that come from these guys do have some value you just got to know how to extract it and put it around move it around and do what you got to do with it because unless they sell you the exact same pairs you're not going to get the exact same you can't get the exact same results and I'm saying they, don't, they sell you birds but it's not it's one off this pair one off that pair one off this pair three cocks and three hens but they all off these other pairs they're not the pairs so you got Keep that in mind too. You still got to start figuring out. I go there and get the birds say, which birds will make you think will make a good pair in your opinion and why. Tell me to give you the why. Give you the why tell you a whole lot. So we can manipulate these birds. Because all these famous birds you think about, they was all yeah, most of them started with a cross. Most of the birds that became famous started with a cross. I pay attention to that all the time Oh that was this to this Oh let me take that to that That's how this came about All these bursts, All these famous families Come up with somebody to Do something different We we know the Birmingham Road Started in England Came up from Pensum But it, it has gone, gone with, It with gone so many transformations Between now and then You know what I'm saying So many transformations So many And we gotta keep that in mind. Go look at your history. Go look at your history. let let just read sometimes. Let's check this. Check it out. How some of these birds were made. When they did this, when they put this together. Or when these dudes decided to put these two two guys in, oh, that's my best end. Let's put my best hand, your best cockbird. And boom. Magic. They got these birds that were really good. And, and people got birds off that pair and made different strains with them. That's how it always works. That's what Birmingham brother men do. No matter what they say, that's what most of them do. The ones that start from the, from the bottom, start from buying birds from pet shops and stuff like that, that's what they do. They end up creating their own strain. Not a different breed. just their own strain. Do something a little different. All, them, all Birmingham brother men almost do that. Unless they ain't in it just too Compete and fly, just to compete. I'm not in just to. I compete. I'm in it just to compete. I still want to just sit back and try some stuff and do this and you know, look at let me. See what happens if I take a South African bird and put this some of my best and fly them, and then take those and put to my best off my birds cross with the this birds. That's what I'm thinking right now. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Integrate this in. let see if I can pull this out. Out these birds and put this in this. Different. What I'm doing different right now. People, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. It's what I've always done. I've always done. What I'm talking about doing is what I've always done. With a bird or two here and there. only thing I'm doing now, I'm just sharing it with you guys. That's it. I've always done that. A bird or two here to get this, get it going okay. Now, now I need to do this to get this. Okay. And that's all I've been doing. I've, I've bred birds together to make a specific bird just to go with these birds. You know what I'm saying? I've always done that. It just depends on the birds I try with. Right now, it's the it was the Mike Walden's, but that really wasn't really a cross. Cause my birds go back to some of the same Jack birds. Um. So that really wasn't really a cross cross. It was a, a distant line breeding type thing. But but because of his birds traits and how they flew, I knew they would mix right away. I knew they would. And they mixed right away so what I need to do with now is I want that 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 South that, that South African slash that them break versus break break but I want them to do it. they ain't they ain't got to break four times a minute two or three with good quality and depth and nice size yeah I'm good but that's all I want to tell you guys you can not take three families you can make one family I make take three pairs make make take two birds two pairs and make a family and then use the other one as your cross within your family without even having to go out getting any more birds. But that's another topic for another day. So, like I always say, select, breed, fly, select again, and repeat. Keith Lunder, Royal Gender. I'm out. Peace.